0: relationship strategy uh industry
1: for sure for, for a long term a lot for of sure. it is based on relationship and no. clearly clearly it works because otherwise there wouldn't be you know cleaning business seven figure eight figure cleaning businesses um and but there has to be like a, a varied approach you can't just rely on on relationships because you know i mentioned how, how can you track anything you can't really track a relationship how can you how can you estimate when a relationship is going to come through and give you a referral you can't so they're they're nice when they happen but really you need to be doing something consistently to to kind of um uh you know to uh, be able to estimate how many opportunities you can create for yourself and then yeah. the stuff that comes to referral or networking or anything like that that's a bonus that i mean that's just icing on the cake no. Um but yeah, you know, to go back to your point, AI, it it can have a a massive impact. I mean, you know, you know, we were just speaking before we went on, you know the impact that it can have within a business. Um, I just think the the cleaning industry will be very slow to adopt it, personally. Yeah. In the UK, like I said, I my most of my experiences in the UK, I do speak with cleaning business owners in the US. And I mean, they are miles ahead of the business owners that I speak to in the UK, uh, in terms of, you know, thinking outside the box in terms of, uh, you know, doing outbound in terms of, um, you know, stuff that they can automate and outsource and bringing in the right support and all that. I mean, they you know, they are much more creative in their approach. Um, so yeah.
0: It's wonderful. Well, you know, uh, Matt, uh, let, let me mention that, um, certainly in, in the, in the sense of, it, the the industries developing technology adopting technologies uh, we we normally used to tend to see what's going on in the US what's going yeah. on in the UK uh, and now nowadays we start to see it as well holland uh, amsterdam paris berlin yeah. taking some leaders taking leadership in in a few sectors yet in the turn in the in the sector of uh, in the hospitality sector in the cleaning sector in the tourism sector i'm sure that actually that there is a lot of that we still have to learn from the uk
1: maybe um i can't speak for other sectors um you know i i know the cleaning sector i don't n- know it well so enough it- yet but so if no. I
0: will so if I will ask you for example because this is something that I consider that it, it, it's important as well for us as 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 a sas developers yeah. what, what are the what where do you see are the let's say the biggest challenges that founders and and clients of yours normally have
1: so um the biggest challenges are <clears throat> uh for the clients that we deal with you know having um generating leads consistently
0: yeah.
1: but you know that that's the biggest challenge that that they feel that they have the biggest challenge that i see is um that they they don't use enough technology within their business they, they don't automate enough they don't make their life easier by you know, going through the uh, the pain of either um, moving to some sort of online platform to help manage certain processes, setting it up. Um, you know, they're not prepared to suffer the short-term pain for the long-term gain, um, or that, or which is probably even more likely, that they're, they're just not aware enough. They're, you know, they either they don't know and they don't have any interest in finding in finding out or they don't know and, and they don't know where to you know where to start to look um and again this isn't this isn't applicable to everyone uh, this is just applicable to the sample set that i've spoken with um you know 100 plus cleaning business owners that you know that's a fraction of uh, the business owners in the uk but if i look at Uh, the different size of business owner that i've spoken with and kind of extrapolate out then i would that's how i kind of come to the conclusion of well if if i've spoken with 20 of this size and 19 of them say i don't know i don't have any of this then i can multiply that out and think well you know 95 percent of the people that are of that size are going to have a similar sort of problem um so yeah i think i think the the challenges is like a, a paradigm shift, no, is getting people to, to understand that, um, there are tech solutions that are available and, um, yes, they do require a, uh, a learning phase and a transition phase to integrate within the business. But once you've gone through that then i mean it just it frees up your time to focus on your most important tasks no and that that's that's important
0: yeah yeah completely man and you know matt uh just to tell you a little bit a story as well what happened to us um, we were trying to 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 find a new platform uh, a sort of like a geek geek economy platform like a job platform Mm. but it was in the in, in the industry of uh, of the food industry, mm-hmm. uh, basically for chefs. We, we, we were considering that actually like uh, hotel owners, restaurant owners needed, needed uh, a way how they could find more suitable chefs, more sous chefs, and people that are actually working the, in the kitchen. Nice. Here in, we, so we launched a platform here in, in, in the Netherlands. Uh, to, for our surprise, was that for us was uh, very logical uh, that the platform will help everyone the chefs will get jobs faster the the, the restaurants owner will uh, for us was like the fiber of yeah, uh, yeah. the restaurants uh, and, and and we focused so much in having a great product uh, uh, we saw that actually the user experience was going to be great uh, we launched the product it's called kitchen team and then we find out that not the business owners not the chefs wanted to change the the process they didn't want to and even though we dedicated hours to train people dedicated hours to to try to create a a, an academy a community around it yeah no no so i I really 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 make a strong remark on what you mentioned uh, for for all the SaaS owners, for all the market owners, start with the research. Start talking to yeah, the yeah. customer, not Absolutely. not on the product, but on the on the people you are serving.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. You know, ask questions and listen. I think, yeah. um, and look again. This is a the approach that I've taken now is very different to how I I did stuff before. When I started my cleaning business, I was like, okay, well, it's cleaning. I'm gonna Research you know the different types of cleaning services, the different products, what equipment's needed, and then I'm just going to start phoning up you know different businesses and offer a cleaning service. And yeah, it worked after a while, um, but the approach this time around was, you know I, I need to understand who I'm serving, like I need to understand who they are, what their problems are, um you know what are the challenges, what are the limitations, and then what is going to be the right sort of solution. And you know, I don't think we're there yet. You know, we're, the, we're a year into the business. Um, but the more you learn, the more you can iterate and tweak your your product, right? As I mentioned before, I I when we started, I wasn't sure what size of cleaning business to go after. Okay, you speak to a bunch, you get the feedback, and you and you kind of spot trends or common scenarios that um you tend to come across. And then um, you know you think well where where can I provide the best sort of solution? Um, you know, find I guess product market fit. Um, although we're not a product, we're a service, um, but you can productize that. And and then it's and then it's you know finding the sweet spot, sweet spot, creating your value proposition, and and going out and and you know finding your first one, two, three, four clients, and just. Serving the hell out of them, and getting your case study, and getting your experience, and you know, getting the the learning lessons out of the way to to you know improve your product or your service, um, and find out what else people struggle with as well. Um, you know, is that a feature or is that a service that you can start to introduce now? Is it something that you can you can introduce later? Um, and I, I didn't take this approach with when I started my cleaning business. I just didn't. I just went okay cleaning so businesses let's go um and yes this way has taken longer but i've also learned so much more um and as a result i I have identified other opportunities which i i probably might have taken me longer to to identify hadn't i gone through the research had i not gone through the research phase um and to be perfectly honest like we're always researching right we're every every day we learn something something new or, or we find a new angle and that's that's all part of your your research and understanding your your customer uh or your or your clients better um but yeah that's that's massively important um and <clears throat> in particular in cleaning uh you know in january i looked at and i tweeted this out i think <laughs> Um, cleaning businesses under a million pound revenue offer eight or more services. Cleaning businesses uh, between a million and I think five million offer um, five services on average. Cleaning businesses that are sort of 10 million plus offer three services. They know like they've found the sweet spot. They know the client that they're serving. They know the service that they need to deliver to them and that's all they focus on. Um, I spoke with a, a cleaning business owner yesterday. Um, you know, he, uh, he's currently got a, a group, which is turning over about 18 million. And he's like, look, I focus on daily office cleaning, <coughs> education, and healthcare. I don't want anything else. If there is anything else that comes out, I'm, I'm not interested because he knows that daily office cleaning gonna get Monday to Friday, it's gonna get consistency, it's easy to manage. <clears throat> it's regular. Generally businesses will will um, sign up for two, three years, renew for another couple. So there's there's enterprise value in the contract length. Um you know education, uh, a lot of the time you have to tender, uh, particularly with government contracts, they're you know three, five, 10 year contracts. I mean he he knows his clients, no? He knows what um what he needs to to deliver to them. Um and he's super focused. And that, you know, if you look below a million, they offer everything office cleaning, end of tenancy cleaning, builders cleaning, carpet cleaning, window cleaning, like I clean everything. Okay, great. So who who's who are you going after? And it and it's that that element um is has been a, a challenge to explain, um, you know, to, to smaller businesses and even actually, you know, to, to a million plus businesses. But I think they, they, through a process of elimination, have kind of identified, you know, the markets that they want to operate in. Um, so it's a little bit of an easier sell. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, research, always wow. be researching.
0: Well, it, 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 it resonates so much, you know, with uh, also the concept of uh, profit first.
1: Yeah, yeah, from
0: from Mike, Mike uh where he men mentions the fact of that how how as as starting entrepreneurs we just try to grab everything that comes to our sense. and <clears throat> and then then is when we don't even consider really what are the cost of some of these services that we put out there, yeah, uh, and and that's how actually our profit also goes away completely
1: yeah and the difficulty is when you grab everything you know we spoke before about mindset you're just in the habit of i need to grab everything and i can't if i just focus on one client you know does that mean i have to ignore ignore everyone else no it doesn't but it does mean that you've got a clear message you know you um uh you know the type of clients that you're going after which means that you can tailor your service specific to their needs And what will naturally happen, if you're able to serve your niche exceptionally well, then naturally other people are going to gravitate to you because they will find out about your service being so good. And, you know, through organic growth, you'll get other opportunities. And through getting those other opportunities, yeah, initially, you should probably say no, because you need to focus on your niche until you get to a certain level. But when you are ready to expand, you can be like, okay, what, what has been the next most frequent uh, request or occurrence that has come up outside of our niche? Well, perhaps that is where the next opportunity lies. Um, but when you're used to grabbing everything, it's difficult to let go of everything and just focus on one thing. Exactly. And, and I made that mistake. Look, I'm not saying here saying that I'm, you know, like a paragon of virtue. I'm, I'm not. I made exactly the same mistake when I had my clean business. I went after end of tenancy I did commercial we did builders cleans you know we started outsourcing waste collection and property maintenance we did like everything um but it wasn't it wasn't clear or focused which you know meant that I only took the business so far and that was all I had within my skill set at that time um you know after a couple of years you know I love learning um and and just applying things that I learn uh, and I, I like to learn from different sectors. No. Um, I think we mentioned ever, uh, mind Valley, uh, last time ever coached disjointed learning theory. Like I like that, no, like picking up, um, different, uh, processes or approaches or methodologies from other markets in particular, um, uh, you know, tech play, SAS markets, all that kind of stuff. And, and seeing how you can approach that, how you can apply that to a boring business, because the likelihood is that no one else is going to do it because you're you know you're bringing outside concepts into into a very old market
0: Wonderful. and that's quite interesting yeah indeed thank you thank you for mentioning because indeed uh, one of the communities that are going to the the, the visits or uh, grow experiences is the community of mind valley and every coach nice business coaching around the world uh, so I'm very happy that I'm very sure. I'm sure that actually they are going to listen, uh, and when they listen about it, you mentioning that that you are also part of their the, the members, yeah. uh, they will love it. Yeah. But if, if I may take that opportunity if from from the entrepreneurs and the business owners uh, from our community, if they would like to get in touch with you, how could they reach you, Matt? Best.
1: Uh, best way is uh, to reach out on LinkedIn and um, search for Matt Harris, uh, the growth lab, or you can drop me an email, Matt, M a at the hyphen lab.com. Um, I'm across all socials. I am underscore Matt Harris. Uh, so if you like follow connect, um, I've got a, a podcast called the growth lab. Uh, so uh, if you want to tune into that specifically for cleaning business owners and how they can grow their cleaning business and, um, yeah, I've got a, a newsletter, a Substack. I, I try and just put information out as much as possible. So, Excellent. happy to connect with the audience.
0: Excellent, Matt. Thank you very much. Indeed, I think that, uh, especially <laughs> all the all the all the once you have underst- uh, put in place the funnels and the strategies that you have mentioned you have discussed in your sector. Uh, I'm, I'm completely confident that these are strategies that you can replicate in other sectors as well.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: glad that actually that we share, we're going to make sure that we share all the information from Matt, uh, from the Growth Lab, and also from your company in with the video and with all the communities, that way they can reach you as well.
1: Perfect, I appreciate that, thank but you.
0: But we, we have two last questions. Uh, sure. And normally, this is something new that I'm um, implementing, integrated now in mm-hmm. Growth Hacks experiences. Uh, Set is an is an entity. Uh, it's becoming an entity, and every time it's evolving. Uh, in terms of what we are as a value hacking company, uh, where we are applying AI tools, which one would you say at this moment is your favorite AI tool? Uh, so
1: look, I use Notion a lot. Um, and i i've started u- using uh the AI, ai feature in notion um i just like it It helps my writing uh it helps with uh some of the preparation um so really that is you know quite a simple tool but it's massively effective for for my sort of creator side of things
0: <laughs> nice nice uh, yeah mm. Not- notion notion has become indeed uh in some cases uh there, there's, there's no need anymore to have a, a website. Even sometimes, yeah, sure. you can really manage a complete business from Notion directly.
1: Yeah, it's good. Excellent,
0: excellent. And, and the, the last question. Uh, this is something new that we have. Like, if for our next guest is yep. going to be an a, 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 a he this this person doesn't want not uh, know from whose question coming. But now yep. we're asking the the last. Get, okay. a special okay. guest to throw a question to the next one yeah how would you do it which one would you ask
1: okay so my question would be um what are the three non-negotiable skills um that you uh, ask of your uh people that join your team people that join your company Uh, people that you work with uh, people that you collaborate with what what are your three non-negotiables
0: nice man nice nice Matt thank you very much no worries Matt it has been a pleasure
1: likewise Juan Carlos thank you very much for having me on
0: wonderful wonderful to have you here and I wish you a wonderful weekend as well
1: thank you very much see you next time see you next time Bye bye.